There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Smoothly transition into the next segment. Yeah, it's a new nickname yeah. he came up yeah. with. Yeah, well, I've been po- well because I've been possessed. Yeah, by this episode called Meadowlands, <laughs> episode <laughs> nice. four, uh, season, season one of Sopranos. So, why don't we uh, go over here to uh, Professor Polly and uh, give us a rundown of the episodes? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So this is the fourth episode of season one, as uh, as Spells uh, just said. So basically, uh, we got a lot of things going on this episode, and we all—I think—we all kind of agreed that this episode, or at least like the the latter half of this episode, is where like the series really starts to like start to come into its own and feel yeah. like it's picking up and everything. Um, we have uh, we have Tony having second thoughts about being in therapy. We see he's he's getting paranoid about getting found out by the mob or even dreaming about it. Even his family. I he know, sees Sill like at the medical office. Right, he sees Sills uh, coming out of a dentist appointment, right, and being real sweet with uh, with like the receptionist, and uh, and Tony just like just ducks away because uh, it's in the same I guess complex or whatever as Melfi's office. Uh, we got um, AJ fighting the Piacosta kid for uh, forty dollars. Yep, this episode. Hell yeah, uh, uh, Jeremy Piacosta. Of of all the like uh, like grown worthy like writing for kids i feel like this was the most accurate depiction of like middle school boys like interaction yeah oh yeah no i agree we'll get there we'll get there yeah um we got chris dealing with uh, the aftermath of brendan's death mm-hmm. uh last episode brendan uh caught a motoring special to the eye in the bathtub hijacked by jack yes and uh we got um uh, Tony has uh, Melfi being followed by uh, Lieutenant or Detective Vin McKazian. Yep. Um, which John results, Heard. John Heard. Shout great, out John great Heard. Actor, R.I.P. 
Um, and uh, yeah, am I missing anything? Oh, and and then of course, uh, so Jackie and Jackie, uh, Jackie dies. This is the big thing. Yeah, yep. Jackie, Jackie Priel Senior succumbs to his cancer, and so at leaving a, a power vacuum between uh, Tony and his uncle Junior, and who is going to be the new leader of the North Jersey crime family. And that's kind of that's kind of the things going on this episode. Yep. Yeah. Um. Pretty. Um. Uh, pretty great. <laughs> By the way, we're all drinking Peronis. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Chen Dan. Hey. Yeah, hey, Chen, Chen, Chen Dan. Hundred years. Chen, Chen, Chen. Dan. Cool, the, I just hit the, the mic. Really did you guys know that? That Chen Dan means a hundred years? Yes, I did. I didn't know that. Okay. Whoa, whoa, because we're not Italian. No. We don't know that. Don I was a hundred. I wasn't asking you to. I was asking our listeners. Oh. They well, obviously, know. our listeners are smart and know that. Chin must mean a hundred and yeah, Don Chen. means years. Yeah, because in <laughs> Spanish, Cien. Right. Cien is 100, right. so. Same, salt is, for, is 100, but. Um, okay, cool, yeah. All right, this has been the language corner. So, yeah, <laughs> I, um, I, mean, I don't know. We go, like, point by point here, or, like, top to bottom from the episode, but. um. Yeah, I, uh, you want to talk about, um. I love the, um, place where he runs into Sill. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like the cheapest doctor's office. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I mean, I guess she is an MD. It's just a real nitpicky of me because I'm like, you know, she is a psychiatrist who does therapy, but like that doesn't really exist as much anymore. Like is one of those medical offices, like which is Doctor Melfi, MD, but like oh, right. she is an MD because she prescribes um, medicine as a psychiatrist. But most psychiatrists don't do therapy. Psycho- a psychologist or a a a, a therapist. Does then, therapy, then, and they're not a medical doctor, right? And they can't prescribe therapy. No, but so you have to talk to a th- uh, like a psychiatrist to get a prescription. Yeah, correct. Still, yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to talk to yes. So when you get a antidepressant or like Adderall for all you Adderall freaks Dude. out there, <laughs> you, you have heads. to go see a doctor every every 30 days to get a prescription or have them call it. I mean, I'm sure, or maybe people get a refill every six months or a year. I don't know how that works. I just take blood pressure medication. Um, Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Shout out. Shout out. Definitely not high high blood pressure. (laughs) Um, Wow. What a great conversation, guys. (laughs) But um, no, that was just like about like the office, like, you know, it just says like dental offices, like Jennifer Melfi, MD. And that like changes, you know. The office looks a lot nicer, and a lot more real. I think in the later seasons when they have more money yeah. and they realize this is a great show. But also, like, I I had the same issue. It looked so stupid that hallway of offices, and we're like, I have a hard time believing that that waiting room that Tony like waits in at Melfi's office is inside that office building. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's in, exactly. It's in fit. They like, didn't nail this one. But Sorry, location manager. <laughs> he struck out. Well, Dude, it's, clearly, it, it's, it's clearly the like. Uh, it's it's clearly at like uh, what should we call it? Silver cup. Silver cup. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It definitely looks like it's like. Uh, it's like a medical hallway set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like once we walk off that, there's craft services table. Right. Yes. But, but so where's craft services? Down the hall, past <laughs> the shra- yeah. so, uh, the podiatrist's office. Right. Uh, but but actually, like, Ooh, it opens cups. the the episode opens uh, in I think. 
uh, one of our first dream sequences we actually see. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. Have we seen a dream sequence yet? I don't. Which I don't becomes think so. which so, becomes like a staple of the series, as right. we all know. Right. Uh, and it's like it's bizarre. You see Hesh just Hesh floating, by. floating by Melfi's, Melfi's window. Melfi's like, oh that's oh you know Heshy. <laughs> yeah, it's got a three o'clock. And then we got and so this is obviously all speaking of Tony's paranoia about being caught. He's got. Right. It's like Silvio, like fucking a uh, Bing stripper in the waiting room. Uh, Paulie pro- reading a <laughs> Japanese newspaper, which I never noticed until yeah. we rewatched this. He's, yeah, you yeah. pointed it out, Paul. Yeah, that is a Japanese newspaper. What do we think that Japanese newspaper means? I think it's because, like, you technically, I, have you ever heard this? You're not supposed to be able to read in dreams. Hmm. So Tony obviously mm. can't read Japanese. So, like, a Jap- like, so that, like, symbolizes not being able and to And we like, find out later in the episode, he doesn't like to read at all. He doesn't like to read and in real life. He can't read. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah. So, uh, and then that dream culminates in the spinning around of Melfi's chair, uh, which even from behind, you, it's completely obvious that yeah. it's somebody wearing a wig and it's Nancy Marchand in, <laughs> in Lorraine Bracco it, Melfi hair. It reminded me of a uh, test dream when uh, it's uh, Carmine Lupertazzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, when he's. <laughs> Answer the f- oh no no oh 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 and and it's supposed to be like it's the, supposed to be the Asian, uh, the, uh, the Asian uh, hooker yeah yeah but doesn't he yeah. doesn't don't they do that in the car too in the car dream with Ralphie or um, is is that like a similar sort of thing where it's like uh, I could be wrong but where, where they like reveal it's somebody else or yeah, something yeah yeah no well no, I, I think wrong. what you're getting at is it's like people and this happens in I don't, my dreams maybe maybe not your dreams but like oh well, here we pe- go people like switch in and out like you're like if i was having a dream right now that it was like the three of us recording a podcast um oh yeah and it might be instead of spells it might be oprah winfrey like what dude <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah dude Yo, I mean, dude. they're so similar. Like what? in my mind, they just—I go from spells to it's Oprah. It's true. I yeah, do, I do Joe give, has an Oprah thing. I do give people a lot of cars. Yeah, yeah, just for no reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of the first dream sequences, and and that uh, becomes a, a running a running thing throughout the show. And I think they they think they nailed it. Good job, David Chase. Yeah. Um, then we got uh we got Chris who shit his pants when he got the mock execution mock <laughs> execution at the l- end of last episode looking like straight out of like an eighties like 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 summer school or something. Dude, like, can I just <laughs> say I love the Chris in a neck brace and sunglasses vibe. Like, it's amazing. That's, that's yeah, I just love that guy. Uh, I thought uh, a lot of the humor in the in this part with him and Adriana and like. Even the scene with Meadow is a lot better. It's it feels a lot more like real, and then also we're playing up like funny bits. Whereas like the humor, it's not maybe over the, the top. Maybe in the past couple episodes was over the top. I feel like I this was is struck like, by that too. Like, oh, this is where like the humor feels a little more real and earned, and and not when they're when they're in like silly. the when they're in the car when they like snatch up Meadow at her high school yeah. and. Just the shot of Adriana while while Christopher is like, how about I I take you to get uh one of those Happy Meals I used to always tell and just like her like, just deadpan <laughs> like, yeah. Christopher, what are you like? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that but it's also great. like it's and also him sh- her asking him if he shit his pants in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I think that, um, yeah, that's funny. 
This is a weird glimpse into Christopher and Meadows' relationship, which we don't get a lot throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Like, mm-hmm. like how have – like, can you think of any Christopher Meadows scenes? No. Like, go for, like you really can't. Like, kind of strange. No, it's funny. Yeah. And, and, and it also – is similar to like the scene where he gives her the drugs. It feels a little more like big cousin, little cousin, right. big yeah. brother, little sister yeah. type vibe. Both these scenes um, where and maybe they were going to play that up and then they just like couldn't, you know, you really don't. You really like, I mean, not until Tony's in the hospital in season six after being shot. Like, do you see Chris even with like, like consoling, like in a in like a familiar sort of lovingly like I'm part of the family right. kind of manner, right? With Carmela and Meadow and and to a lesser extent AJ, but but yeah, I, I don't know. It's a nice little touch, little little building of the relationships and stuff. Um, what else? What, what were the other? Uh, uh, about? Uncle June and Tony like having their like back and forth. Right. So this this was all preceded by Jackie finally. Uh, dying of cancer which tony hears on the Finally. news at, at the at the bing yeah r.i.p guy wouldn't fucking die <laughs> lasted four episodes no well f- he wasn't even in the pilot so three yeah, episodes right uh but michael rispoli is fucking great oh he's so good uh, oh yeah i i wish i wish he stuck around longer he would have been great but he would have been such a good character. all I, all I can ever hear though is smoochie uh, from death oh, to yeah. uh, from death to smoochies <laughs> Uh, he's such a good actor. Well, we may be rounders. the only people who like. Oh that yeah, movie. rounders. He's but like grandma in rounders. Yep. Um, grandma. But yeah, um, Tony. Tony hears it at the Bing, and then uh, total great, to- great shot of him like like tearing up at the Bing, like when uh, he hears. Yeah, just a one acting by Gandolfini. But that moment is weirdly broken up by a gag about a stripper being like, "I'll never forget where I was this day." <laughs> I don't. You know I what I mean? Like, I don't know it was, why it was like, was in there. It was like one of the last gasps of like the, yeah, the that's early, not the like, tone anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it was so like sitcom It's not, it, it is one of those like, yeah, it, especially in this episode, it's like maybe like part of that old tone that we, you know, from the first three episodes. Right. But also, and I think we t- talked about doing a segment of like, the weirdest thing well like why the fuck did they do that mm. like because they do that in like later later seasons i think they have moments of like why the hell is this in here that seemed <laughs> right. to be like one of those things right it's just, just like why why <laughs> yeah. why did you break up this like nice moment with with it's not even that funny <laughs> yeah. no why what who is this woman you why? know other you know other stuff hit the cutting room floor like how yeah. did that not get cut <laughs> yeah i know the episode's at 55 minutes. Yeah. Like, this, it, you don't, what? Yeah. I don't very, know. very strange. God damn it. I was just there. He told me it wouldn't go today. I'll never forget where I was this day. Yeah. Um, but but so, she out. Yeah. <laughs> she fine. <laughs> what? She was. She was. I'm just saying yeah. that just because of. I, I think it sounds funny. Oh, okay. Okay. You don't think she's actually fine? <laughs> I don't remember, remember what she looks like. She's blonde <laughs> with big tits. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, so uh, so Jackie is R.I.P. And now uh, this is actually the first episode where we see all the other capos. We got uh, right. Larry Boy Barisi. Ray Curdo. Ray Curdo and uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Altieri. Altieri. Yeah. Um, the ill-fated uh, Jimmy Altieri. But, brother, uh, brother of Michael Badalucco, 
Really? The lesser known David Badalucco. I don't know. Michael Badalucco. More known Michael. Son Badalucco. of Sam. Summer of Sam. Oh, he, he played did. Son of Sam. Oh, did he? And, and he, he was on like one of those shows, like The Practice or something. Oh, like. Yeah, I, oh. I don't know those. Oh, I thought you were saying he was the killer in Summer of Sam. He was. Well, I mean, in real life. <laughs> no, anyway. he's an actor. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I don't Jesus. know them. Um, I didn't like that movie either. Oh. <laughs> Least okay. favorite Spike. Oh, really? Or down there. <laughs> we'll okay. take it. We'll take Don't it to your. Sonners, leave man. it for your least I favorite. I saw it in the theater podcast, with man. like a bunch of like fucking know-it-all like film kids when I was like sixteen. Oh, was, shit. Maybe nice. that. Maybe that tarnished the experience that'll ruin, for me. That'll ruin a spike. Bunch of anything. fucking pricks. Princeton, New Jersey. Oh, but so we got the first scene with all the capos together, and so it's yep. it's well uh, all, eating all... the most unrealistic-looking lobsters ever. <laughs> They're like ten-pound lobsters. Yeah, they These, are. Please go back and look at this scene yeah, just to yeah. see the fucking lobsters. They are huge. I think they are from Maine, but they caught them and injected them with steroids. Because yeah, they look like Jason Giambi lobsters. Yeah. They have to be like plastic or something. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have like, to these be. Are, he, these are prop lobsters. Clearly, like that, that the like head of the art department was like saw them. They had been made the night before, and they're like, fuck, there's nothing we can do about it now. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. I hope nobody notices these enormous damn, lobsters. are too big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony holds like a claw in his hand. It's as big yeah. as his hand. Yeah, it looks like a harmonica. <laughs> yeah, the Bing is not known for their their lobster sizes. No. Like, or any lobster whatsoever. You're not going to go have a lobster dinner at the fucking... I mean, <laughs> if the strip club is you know, got lobster on the menu that big, it's got to be good. Yeah. Hey, well, email, I mean, email us if you've ever had a lobster that big at a strip club. Yeah, tell us if you ever had Let a lobster, sushi, or, any or type just, of seafood at a strip yeah, club yeah. and what your experience was and if it was... Enormous, like five pounds plus. Let us know. You want a team? You'll get there, okay? It's the right thing. It's inevitable. I don't want no disturbance. Please. Uh, okay. So anyway, moving on from the ginormous uh, lobsters. So this was the first scene with all the capos minus Junior, right? So right. I think I think in the North Jersey crime family, the capos are. Correct me if I'm wrong. Junior, mm-hmm. Tony. Uh, Larry Boy, Jimmy Altieri, and Ray Curdo. So there's five, right? Yep. yep. Um, and so we finally see all these guys, and they're kind of discussing who's going to be the boss after Jackie April dies. Right. And Ray Curdo has the age and the seniority and everything, uh, but he sort of, like, denies what Tony uh, offers him. Like, hey, you have the age. Like, you, it should be you. And Ray Curdo's like, you know, I got a kid with a mess. Uh, this and that, which, which actually, I'm a rat. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, I mean, uh, much later we find out that, that he became a rat probably because his options were go to jail or stay out of jail and take care of his kid. Right. right. So, but, uh, but he doesn't want it. So, and he says, you're the boy wonder tone. And so it becomes this conflict between junior and, and Tony. And this is what I love how it's resolved because it's unconventional. First of all, for like, if you're watching a show about the mob, mm-hmm. if this was on network television, they would be like, "Oh, this needs to be bloody. This needs." And oh yeah, this is actually the first episode I think where nobody gets murdered. Like no. nobody, nobody gets right. killed. Right. Like right. Paul Meese gets the shit kicked out of him with a yeah, yeah. gun. That's right. About yeah, it. yeah. Gets uh, a ticket stapled to his chest, but. And what I love survives. is we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but what I love is that it's it's the first of many examples where Tony takes something from therapy to apply to his his mafia life right right. not just his personal life that he's spilling to to dr melfi like 
she gives him the idea and this relates to uh livia in the in the retirement community like give them the illusion of control give them the illusion that that they still have a handle on their own lives and stuff like that meant when they were they were discussing livia but then tony then applies that to junior and says look we could make him think that he's the boss of the family he'll take all the lightning strikes from the feds and meanwhile we're all still running things how we want to run things right right and i i just love that there's there's multiple examples of that i mean like can you guys think of any like like one of the things uh more foo wait, wait, wait what's <laughs> that though well, it's just like a, a a situation where like he he hears something from melfi and like like right. attempts so, to apply it to his life yeah. right that's yeah. and we talked about that before that's like the captain teebs kind of thing mm-hmm. where he's just like repeating things he hears in the sessions of the movie but i'm talking about like things that he actually that he actually does goes and applies i don't know one yeah. of the things is um that i can think of is uh in season six after he's been shot and he still wants to like assert his dominance uh and Melfi's like, act as if, as if nothing's ever happened. And then he goes in and he beats up, uh, beats up the driver, Perry Annunziata, yeah, yeah. or AKA Penny Arabiata, the, uh, the, the hothead guy. Right. Uh, right. And then he like, just to assert his dominance again yeah. and it, within his, his mob family. <laughs> and so Melfi is sort of like, you know, like giving him advice on how to be a better mob guy. Right. Yeah, I never noticed that as uh, uh, parallel. Yeah, which, we'll, we'll which, talk about it as we go yeah, through the yeah. series, but there's a lot of that. Which which Elliot eventually points out to her near the end of the series that like yeah. that's what criminals do. They, and that, that's they, a good point. Therapy doesn't work on them. They use it to sharpen their criminal skills. Yeah, that's why I stopped going to therapy because I was committing too many crimes. <laughs> You're becoming a way better criminal. beating the shit out yeah. of people and like, right. murdering people a lot. And I was like, therapy's got to stop. <laughs> I therapy's have to leave. a bad life. Um, but also, you know what, that, that's, it's interesting you bring that up because one of the final revelations of, of Melfi is that like these sociopaths who use therapy to become better criminals, they often like talk about babies or animals, uh, in like sympathetic ways where they don't have that same sympathy for humans. Right. Uh, well, we have Livia this episode, uh, talking about, oh, the, um, you know, the babies, uh, that city, Babies being thrown out the windows right. and stuff like that. Oh, by, oh, by that the way, dude, that, that just is like old, like what people like just like like think about like New York, right? Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like, but by the way, like, I think it's yeah. it's so funny that like, uh, did you notice she lists like all these reasons not to go to New York, and one of them is Rudy Giuliani because it's ninety nine and he was so detested at that right, point, right? And right. he like. Wasn't like heralded again until nine eleven happened, 11th, yeah. and it's like that was so funny to me. Like just like such a time capsule, like in that like s- split second of time well, before he was like beloved again, before he was hated again. Yeah, no, fuck Rudy Giuliani. But I love, but I love like, that because that's something like my grandmother used to always complain about him. Like, ugh, you know, he cheated on two different wives. <laughs> but he, know? but but even from a mob standpoint, like he took down like a lot yeah. of mob oh, guys, that's, right? Yeah, so I didn't I even think, think about like, that. Yeah, 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 true. That's how he made his bones. Yeah, yeah. and he cleaned up Times Square. Right. Yeah, but he did that. They forgot about that. <laughs> I will say, I do remember as a kid walking down like Eighth Avenue with my family, like, and I was like terrified. It still happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the still stretch terrified. between um, Madison Square Garden and. Uh, 
Port Authority is yeah, still bad. The Port Authority uh, is still terrifying. Uh, I will say that, like, I thought, like, a small acting moment or, like, little moment between Tony and the short scene with uh, his mother in this episode. Like, he offers her the macaroons, and I feel like she has a, a glimmer of, like, Ooh, macaroons. Yeah. Oh, but then, then she just goes. But she has like, to be miserable. No, I have to be. Yeah, I have yeah. to be terrible. They're too sweet. Sit, sit in this misery. Right. Yeah. So. No, she can't. So nice. Like, like, like she can be tempted even by her her son. Oh, who, absolutely. Who she adores so yeah. much. Right. But um, really, well, in maybe. The end, really, in the end, in, <laughs> yeah. in the end, I think she does. But whatever. That might be another time. Um. I disagree. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 have that conversation. Yeah. Um, I just thought I just thought it was like a quick little moment that like, I think she loves the macaroons. Yeah, and she doesn't want to admit it because True. then I she, think, yeah, maybe if, yeah. if she shows Tony a glimpse of like, oh, I'm happy, I'm I'm regular, like I could go on with my life and eat macaroons and 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 smile for the time being, then she concedes that ah, uh, you know, I, I might be a little okay living in this retirement community, right? Which she doesn't want to give Tony. At all. Right, right. And he's like, yeah, you know, I come here to get cheered up. You think that's a mistake? (laughs) She's just this gray cloud of just negativity. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that's her character. Yep. Uh, John Hurd. Do you want to talk about something else? John Hurd. Dude, love John Hurd. John John Hurd plays Detective Vin McKazian. What a great character and how he just laps it up in all his disgusting <laughs> degenerate Irishman way of being taking a piss in public and yeah, this at is the first shot of him is is, is great uh, amazing he just always looks hungover oh, and yeah. sweaty yep and uh, asks for a macaroon asks for a macaroon that's what's in the box <laughs> takes a macaroon this I need to play this fucking part. Someone please <laughs> write this into like some other new good show, like the Macasians. Um, you know, the Rookie or whatever mm. with uh, on ABC. Right. Put break this part in the Rookie, and I'll play it. And um, what else does he do? He he uh, he, he he gambles. He wants to know like the line right. on like he a gambles. Rutgers game, and he also um. Uh, has naked pics of Melfi. Often right. naked pics of her right. that he got while he was spying on her. And we later I learned mean, that what he... a what a one two three punch of uh, degenerate asshole this guy is. Yeah, and we and her. we later in the in the season learn that he visits a, a brothel quite often. Yep. yep. Which whatever, fine. Hey. No judgment. Sure. No. Tony. Sure. Tony uh, and he... the guys were going there too, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, he doesn't he's he doesn't take a lot of pleasure in life. So allow him this. Far cry from uh, will. Uh, Mr. McAllister. <laughs> right. I know. But Although, that, I mean, another great actor like Michael Raspoli, like another, you know, underrated guy who like. Definitely. So good. I mean, I'm sure. I guess John Hurd maybe had a better career because he had those Home Alone movies. I don't know. But like. Yeah. Or other. He other worked stuff, a lot. But big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big. Oh, oh, so oh good. right. Oh, fuck. So good. Yeah. I mean, great he's, he's so he good and big. So many things. Yeah. 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 But it hit me, though, that shot of uh, him and Tony talking um, outside of. Um, the retirement home, Green Grove, Green Grove, and just I'm like, fuck, these two great actors died before, like you know, they died before they should have. Yeah, yeah, very sad, very R. sad. R. Don't think about it. But great yeah. character. We'll Don't talk think more about, about Vin Macasian as we we like dive into it, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. of course. Now he's got great stuff. But we gotta on. talk about his assault <laughs> on Melfi's fucking. Melfi uh, definitely date. has a type. 
Yeah, we already talked in previous episodes about Melfi's boyfriend who we saw, I think, in the pilot. Yeah, yeah, the, at the Italian restaurant. Yeah. It's not the same guy. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. But, right. but, but they're all but very similar. Yeah, it the, might as well be the it same It might as well guy. be. Yeah, yeah the many like, men of Melfi. Right. We, they're like, all a bunch of lo- like, like, watered-down, like, watered like, white guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. Like um, DSW motherfuckers. Right. Right. Petty You want somebody. They're all, like, intellectual, like. Yeah, you want somebody way. attentive to your needs, but still decisive enough to uh, for the occasional grope in the closet. <laughs> you fucking uh, ooh, ooh. twerp, ooh. white yeah. fucking Love all twerp. These twerps that clinical the description of it just turns me on. Right when and all then, these when all these like twerps on the show like are like I'm being bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm being naughty, and it's it's sort of satisfying to get to see him get the shit kicked out of him moments later uh, because Vin McKazian pulls him over. Vin, uh, the, the detective obviously has been hired by, uh, Tony to follow Melfi because Tony now uh, being paranoid uh, about like being caught. He wants to know who Melfi associates with. And also I think he's a little like infatuated with her. Right. I mean, and so he hires him to follow her. The crazy thing though, is that he does it while he's on duty with his partner. Strange. That's oh, it's yeah. a little strange. I mean, it may it obviously strange, makes the stakes higher. Also, yeah. but just like, makes him wi- more wild. I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like he doesn't care. Right, yeah. and he's drunk without right. he's been addressed. Yeah, um, true. And he and he's he, what does he say? He's like he's like why uh why go for hamburger when you got prime rib at home? Yeah, something like that. Right. You got prime rib at home. I'm going out for hamburgers. And it just goes to show that like like even if you're like so tangentially connected to tony soprano your life can be altered like irrevocably oh because this guy is fucking he's messed up like from here forward right uh after he gets beat by the detective like melfi goes to see him again and she's not the guy that she obviously was sort of digging in that car ride before he got the shit kicked out of him right right he's like like, just ruined right uh and yeah and then they almost like discuss it in therapy with tony and he's like Oh, I'm sorry that happened. She's like, not your fault, but it's his fault. So. Right, yeah. He's just really pissed at uh, He's uh, like, Macazian. Yeah. He's like, fucking moron. Hey, yeah. hey, me, that yeah. guy sounds like a fucking moron. <laughs> um, uh, what else we got? Pia Costa, that whole thing. Oh, so we got AJ. AJ gets into a fight with a uh, kid. By the way, okay, here's the thing. I feel like we were all in middle school. AJ's in what, like seventh, eighth grade here? Yeah. We were all like in middle school or close to it around the, t- the time that this aired. And that is fucking spot on. Dude, the, like what they were wearing, like the baggiest big ass polo t-shirts. t-shirts, polo shirts. Agreed. Like the fucking big like Jinko fucking jeans. The jean shorts yeah. like that go down to barely above your ankle for some reason. Yeah. Uh, all they needed was the like chain, a South Park chains. shirt. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, Sticking M80s in uh, frogs mouths. <laughs> I yeah. definitely oh, did you did that. that? Yeah. I was like, caught, did you really caught fish and then put like smoke bombs in the fish's mouth? And just so like, you're so you're a sociopath. I oh, mean, nice. I didn't do it, but I but my friend did, and I watched him do it. Oh, so you're okay. a sociopath. Well, you're did killing you? a fish anyway when you're fishing. Are all sociopaths fish? Like, you're okay, not really but you're killing okay, but, a fish. But, but you were an like, assistant killing, sociopath. But, but you <laughs> blew up a fish. I didn't. Spouse. I never Come inserted. On. I a hey. I never inserted a bomb in a fish's mouth. It's Despite like the, you, you, what the internet says. That's like the people at Auschwitz who are like, I never killed anybody. I just pulled their gold teeth out. Right. It's the exact same thing. 
<laughs> Thank you. We talk about how we're Jewish on this podcast all the time. Thank you, my fellow right. Jewish brother, comparing me to a Nazi soldier. That's a, that's for, a little, that's little heshy spot. For blowing heshy. up a fish. He was already dead to fish. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, this is, yeah, it was. Um, it very much seemed like a teenage but boys. Yeah, like oh, ourselves. Uh, arguing, arguing over money over fireworks. Right. Um, calling him a fart knocker. That was that was <laughs> regular back then. Oh, that was like, oh yeah. That was like a staple. Fart knocker is yep. a good one. Oh man, um, I'm gonna Same. bring that back. We should we should I, bring back fart knocker. I always love uh, the insert of the kid like after the first fight when he's like, nobody won. It was a draw. <laughs> Dude, some of these kids they cast, dude, mo- like monsters. I want to see where they, but we all were. I mean, oh, if you, yeah. if you oh, look at all of us back then, like, come on. No, I love it. Like everyone doesn't look like they're like r- like ripped off of the set of Full House. Like every like people look like actual like awkward weird kids. Oh yeah. Oh totally. Yeah. Yeah. His friend who he's walking, who you know, <laughs> they had to get that dope ass shot that they used the crane. Oh, it, so after after uh, Pia Casa, yeah, over the, the football shirt. field. Right, give, right. The baseball field, and the non-fight that doesn't happen. Yeah, right. he ends up giving AJ the the forty bucks or whatever. Had because... to have the had to have the shithead like ginger kid be like, you know what happened, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your father. Yeah. He was. Oh yeah, he was real scared of you. Yeah, gotta get the Mick kid to uh, you know <laughs> yeah, tell yeah, on him. Yeah. And but this is this is I mean as cheesy as all that is, it kind of leads to uh, one of the. Like actually, sort of like emotionally poignant moments, which is the yeah. end of the episode where, you know, because because then AJ uh, talks hit, to Meadow, who's they older. They hit the net. They hit the net. They go on the World Wide Web. Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> what was it called? Megamob.com. Some geo. Geo-city Meadow shows page. AJ Megamob.com. She's like, "What do you think Dad does for a living? Waste management." Yeah. Yeah, and what what uh, it says like garbage mega, guys megabytes do. of mobsters. <laughs> um, yeah, went on megamob.com. Hey, you can get megamob.com. It does not exist. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, really? we gotta no, buy that. We can we can buy that. Wait, we gotta, hey, we, we don't buy, buy that. that, listeners. We're yeah, buying don't, it. Don't do not buy that. We gotta buy that, and that'll reroute to osopranospod.com. There we go. Oh, there, we go. Oh, there you go. Wow, Perfect. Goliath. Perfect. That'll help. For like one person, <laughs> no, literally nobody. Who's going nobody. to megamob.com? Well, someone might want to see megabytes of mobsters. You yeah, never know. Yeah. That might be some sort of fetish. <laughs> and then it'll go right to O Sopranos, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay. I guess I'll do this first before I look yeah, at porn." Yeah, right. Uh, but but so back to the point. Like so, AJ discovers that Tony is is in the in mafia. The what the, he discovers what the mafia is. First of all, he's seeing like those like. Those like three pixel shots of like Paul Castellano with his brains blown out right. on the floor. Like, he's he like, can't oh, even make it out. That's like, why he's so bad at playing Mario Kart because he just kills people. <laughs> and so, and he doesn't uh, need Mario Kart. Oh, oh, that's how he was able to play Mario Kart with one hand. <laughs> oh yeah. So earlier in the episode, also I just I don't know. I love that scene maybe because I love Mario Kart, but it just feels real. Like yeah, no, like, it feels like nineteen ninety nine. Tony and Tony comes home late at night and AJ's playing Mario Kart on N sixty four. Uh, and that just brings you back to that time, first of all. But Definitely. also, like, what other like mafia theme show would ever have like <laughs> the mafia boss playing Mario Kart sixty four? And it just feels real. Those all those, feels all those touches, little moment. Yeah. all those touches, well, like with, like Tony eating ice cream, like yeah. like those things. It's just like it's little details. He's like a suburban father. I right. remember my uncle from Staten Island playing in when I was over at my cousin's house, like playing um, 
Super Mario Brothers or something on regular Nintendo, mm-hmm. and instead of holding the controller, he put it on the table and started pressing the buttons like you would press like a, hunting and pecking, like, like you would press a keyboard. Oh so when God. he holds the controller like that, I'm like, oh, that is an amazing touch because I think like a father, or a dad would like would just be like not good at holding a controller. I, I think a lot that's of people great. don't know this though. Your uncle won the world championship. <laughs> yeah, he did. No, oh, he, oh shit, yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> he he is the oldest person to win. Uh, but my one gripe is literally Tony could not have been playing Mario Kart with one hand because you needed to be pressing a certain button to make to accelerate, right? Right, anyway. to accelerate like, and move the, the joystick. Un- you press the button underneath to accelerate, don't no, you? No, no, no. That's that's like to fire the shells. Is that was like the Z button or whatever? Oh, so you, and oh, right. then like the, well, you press the yellow button. Yeah, I forget, right. I forget what. It, yeah, no, yeah, something like that. You can't do it with one hand. Is ba- basically I think you're right. Little little anachronism. Come on, David Chase. Get into get into N sixty four. He wasn't playing with uh, anybody with with his daughter. daughter. Speaking of David Chase, uh oh, here we go. And his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Hunter Watch ninety nine. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. (laughs) Hunter Scangarella. Great great uh, uh, place with uh, Hunter Scangarella. Lobster. Pops her head into Christopher's car and goes, Brendan, talk about me. Yeah, which is also a funny um, moment in the slew of like funny moments in that scene. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just comes in and is like very annoying when he's trying to fucking yeah. ask, them, ask about uh, if Meadow talked to her father. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I really think actually she's grown. Between uh, you know the last episode to this one, like in her so. acting and is, her performances, it seemed like she had a lot more energy in this yes. one line. And she was um, more sure I, for like self, yeah, sure for I, her character. I just want to applaud her. You know, one of the most underrated characters. By the way, uh, is this her last line until the finale? We don't know. Tune in to find out. This <laughs> yeah, has yeah, been yeah. Hunter Skagarella Live. <laughs> God, I hope it's until the finale when we don't see her. <laughs> um, so, do you? Is there any more to like that? How that connected with uh, AJ? Well, we love um, we love that uh, the very end of the episode because it does feel like we're kicking things into gear now, like into the next episode, college. Um, when we see they're all at Jackie uh, April's funeral, Junior is in quotations, the boss. Um, and then we see the shot of Tony and like sort of like a back and forth of like, uh, like reverse shot of Anthony jr. Seeing them and he gives him the wink. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's such a nice, like little, like it plays a little uh, Mazzy star, uh... <laughs> little Mazzy star. Look Is it, if this episode me. wasn't more 1999 as it was, then we get a little <laughs> Mazzy star. Yo, a song holds up, man. I like that song. No, it's a nice song. Alright, so this is a new segment we call Commendatori. 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 Where we shout out somebody from this episode who may not be one of the main characters, but we just want to salute them in some way. So I'll start. I gotta go. 
with Mr. Piacosta. Oh, oh. Father of the, uh, the, the, the young man that Anthony is fighting. Um, you fat beauty. You f- <laughs> beautiful Italian fat weasel looking. Uh, he's got, he's, he's got the mom jeans that he probably thought, like he probably bought like in like 89 that he like was still rocking. And he thought were so the hot. jeans are ridiculous. Yeah. It, they're the jeans, like, they're somehow baggy, of his but body. also too short. And they don't have like pockets on the ass, so they look even worse. And also, like the seam down the ass, the ass <laughs> yeah. crack. Like what the fuck? Whoever thought those were good? When he's and running also- away from Tony at the at like the gardening spot, they're like yeah. flapping in the wind because <laughs> they're so baggy. He he sees Tony holding the axe, and he's like, "Ooh, like we we only see the back, but you know, like the mom jeans were wet." <laughs> and he also has like the thickest belt I've ever seen. Yeah. Just like. Like yeah. a huge slab of rawhide. Yeah, you he's stammering. Got the, he's got the beautiful idiot. like Guido mullet. He's just got the. <laughs> the he also the, has you know, a weird like little which, mullet. We don't, we'll, we'll show you a picture of our friend who has uh, the same exact hairstyle right now in 2019. Yes, on he's, our Instagram, we'll be sure to put that up when this episode comes out. He's far younger, but same exact hair. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the uh, top and on the bottom. Yes. Uh, uh, sorry. Does, does sorry, Joey. Sort of have like a like an effeminate kind of like he almost has like uh, like he has like makeup on or something. It's just like eyebrows <laughs> drawn on or I something. See what you I, mean. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like a very I can't like pinpoint it. Like eyeliner, like a, maybe? Like a spray tan, yeah, maybe. I don't, or... I don't know. It's like there's something. Well, he's very beautiful. I mean. <laughs> Oh, he's a yeah, shiny, beautiful little man, uh, little Italian dad. <laughs> yeah. Gully is really wants to be or <laughs> is it me have or sex is with it... this actor? Is, is it, it me or, or is like Mr. A... Piacosta kind of attractive? Pia... Is it me or is Piacosta very fuckable? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit, maybe. You know, if you're that's your thing. I just want to, you know, put like some fucking lube through those locks of his and just <laughs> nuzzle him. Uh, you know, Carmela, you know, Tony wasn't my thing, but Pia Costa. <laughs> Audie and Pia Costa. Ooh, I just ooh, love those. Ooh, I love ooh. it. All right, so Mr. Pia Costa, commendatory. Hey, commendatory. Comes back in season three when they're playing, when uh, they're watching AJ and they're, and the other, and Jeremy Pia Costa yes, play football. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dress better. Hey, yeah. you go, hey, there's AJ. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a like a Dutch angle. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh, the slow mo when they're like cheering. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's a great moment. I'm don't glad- see, I don't remember seeing the jeans though. We gotta we gotta see yeah. when we get to the episode. We gotta. I'm glad to see. I think uh, better. Yeah. Tony, Tony didn't axe murder uh, Mr. Piacosta yeah. after all. Yeah. Um, okay, I got one. Mm, go for it. Uh, this is this is to you, Mr. Yo-Yo Mendez. Oh. Uh, the the African American gentleman who uh, kicks up to Christopher, who apparently got his nickname from hanging out in the corner and playing with a yo yo. Uh, sure. Here's to you uh, for playing with a 1950s toy in 1999, out in public uh, when you're supposed to be selling drugs. Yep. Commendatory to Yo Yo Mendez. Commendatory. Hey man, like sometimes you just gotta play with a yo yo. He also True. took quite a beating from Chris when he clearly could have manhandled him. Also, the part where he slipped on his slinky was—I thought that was a little much. <laughs> 
And and then like later seasons, he comes back and he's playing with one of those paddles where you just bounce the ball. Yeah, with, on the, the, with the rubber ball. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Weird guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, uh, clearly he's well known because you know, like he says to Tony, like you know, Yo Yo Mendez. Yeah. <laughs> Junior's crew got to him, so yeah. like, yeah, like they all know Yo Yo. They know Yo Yo. It's true. They've it's a good been calling around Yo Yo and his um, and his antics. <laughs> Uh, should I do mine? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't want to talk about Yo-Yo Mendez anymore? Okay. Um, what so, else can you say? <laughs> commendatory to salesperson, as he's listed <laughs> the gardening store. in the credits. Salesperson at the gardening store, Guillermo Diaz. Commendatory. Oh, yeah. Hey, commendatory. commendatory. The only... Um, hey, well, he's a very fine actor. Yeah. Big part in Scandal. As we all know, and um, Scarface in Half Baked, Scarface in Half Baked, which I'm sure like a lot of uh, you who went to high school in the <laughs> '90s or grew, you know, grew up our our age, like remember that movie, classic. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I uh, rode with him in an elevator once at Thirty Rock, um, and he was uh, enjoying a weed lollipop. Whoa. Was he going to like Whoa. top of the rock? Well, we well, we were going to Saturday Night Live. We were going to. Oh, he was also going. We were going to the writers' room of Saturday Night Live to watch oh, Saturday see. Night Live. I didn't want to big time myself as you know, like about Humble by saying brag. that. But um, but uh, were yeah. You, were you like, oh shit, it's Scarface? Well, he was a guest of um, one of the cast members that uh, I was a guest of, mm. and uh, Horatio Sands, Bobby Moynihan, oh. and um. I saw him a bunch that night. Actually, I saw him in Bobby's dressing room and in, in the writers' room. And mm-hmm. he was—he uh, didn't—he didn't really talk that much, but he, uh, you know, was just chilling with his weed lollipop, which I thought was very um, shocking that he was just really out with it because it smelled like weed. Sure. And it, this was two thousand eight. Really? Wait, hold on. In New you, York City, you could smell his lollipop. Yeah, yeah. How close were you to him? I mean, he was in an elevator with me, and ah. and I was like, and those dressing rooms. What's his lollipop? Very, actually, those dressing um, rooms are very, very cra- uh, tight. Huh. Mm. And um, uh, uh, was the lollipop? It from was the, time the lollipop we went lit? Up and the, after the show? Was it lit? No, I think that was lit. a blunt. It was an. No. <laughs> yeah. You're then mistaking got, a lollipop. Then he would have got blunt, kicked so. out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was like it was like one of those things where you, I don't know. Like I feel like. It just has like a faint smell of weed. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Okay. Um, maybe edibles. You, did, you back didn't try in to buy uh, DDT off him. No, no, no. I didn't really talk to him as much. I was talking to Michelle Trackenberg, who was there uh, as well. Dude, look at this name dropper. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, they're all dude, coming on the out, cast. I hung though. out with him, Michelle Trackenberg. Um, yeah, Dave Matthews. Oh, Dave Matthews. Oh shit! Not, not. Didn't really hang out with him, but I <laughs> hung out with those people. I like spent a lot of time with them that night. Oh, very nice. It's funny. By the way, can we shout out a so um, friend of mine, Joe Borelli. He does a uh, NBA podcast. He listened to the show, uh, the, the first episode. He really enjoyed it. And he also said that he's a secret DMB fan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, You're going to out this guy? Yeah, man? I'm out on him. I outed you, Borelli. He's Italian, so. But he's also from Philly, so he deserved to be outed. <laughs> That's fine. By the way, I, okay. I love Dave Matthews' band. So Yeah, me too. <laughs> and Joe <laughs> Commendatory Commendatory to Joe Commendatore. Commendatore. Alright so this next segment Is also a new segment uh, This is 20 questions soprano style 
where one of us thinks of absolutely anything within the context of the show. It could be a character. It could be a prop. It could be a, uh, like a location. It could be a moment in the show. And uh, the other two have 20 questions to get what it is in the entire run of the show. Please play along at home. Come uh, to Duff's. Come to <laughs> no, incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. Uh, so this week I've thought of something. Uh, and Joey Spells and Feudy are going to try to get. Guess what, what it is. is. Yeah. All right, I'll All right, start. So, so, go ahead. Uh, is it a person? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, is it a place? No. Is it an object? Yes. Oh, okay. Shit, dude. You got three questions. You only got 17 left. Is it a weapon? No. Is it a food product? No. You're flying through these. You only got f- you're 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 twenty five percent through your. Is it something questions. so fucking hard we can't discuss that you're gonna make for the first fucking episode of this segment? No. Oh, okay. Oh. I won't count that. I won't count that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's yours, Joe. Uh, is it a keepsake? That. Uh, what do you mean by a keepsake? Is it something? That one of the characters holds dear to them. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of dead air here. Uh, is, it, uh, is it from season one? No. Uh, is it meant to make people laugh? Meant to is a is a tough, tough thing to nail down. Uh, I I would say it does make people laugh. Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is too. Wait, 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 wait. Is it the Billy Billy's Big, Big Mouth, Mouth Bass? Bass? No, it's not. Oh, oh <laughs> I was sure. I was sure. All right, you're you're nine questions in. Oh, fuck. You're halfway through. I thought you guys were gonna get it actually right there. I mean, we 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 knew that together. Like when he yeah. said, "I know what it is," I was like, "Oh, I know what he's thinking. What it is?" Yeah, because it's, it's meant to make something laugh. People laugh. Um. So what did we say that it was? It's not a. It's, it's an not, object. It's it, not it, a food product. Yeah. Not a food product. It's not a weapon. It's, right. It it is made to make people make make people uh, laugh. within the context of the show. There's two different things. Okay, so like whether wh- is it meant to make the audience laugh or is it meant to make people within the show laugh? It's two different things. And the answer is yes to both those things. Uh, I would say uh, <laughs> it's meant to make the audience laugh. Okay. Listen to us sip our beers. Mm, yeah, this is a riveting. Twenty questions. This is an experimental segment. Just to just so you know. Um, is it a piece of artwork? No. Although some may say it was. <laughs> what? Is it no, in season five? No. 
Oof. You got nine questions left, boys. Oh, boy. <laughs> is, is it is... worn by someone on yes. the show? Uh, okay, okay. Is it's it the, Ralphie's the, headpiece? No. What? Where are you going? Where are you going? For? Wait. Ralphie's hairpiece? No, it is not. Okay, Ralphie's wait. What? It's the jacket! It's the jacket! Oh, yeah. Nice spells. Nice spells. I thought we would be on part of it. Is it a Ralphie's headpiece? <laughs> was Dave's guess. <laughs> it's a Ralphie's headpiece. What's this? What's this? It's the jacket. The jacket. The jacket. Let us know if you like that segment. Let us know. Hey, hey. Might not be coming out. back. Let us know if you like the segment or, you know, just like uh, DM one of us and be like, you should do 20 questions with Joe. You should do 20 questions with Paul and Dave with this thing. Or Dave, right. you should yeah, do if you have 20 questions yeah. with Paul and Joe. Yeah, let us know. Let us if, know. You know. If you just love the shit out of that segment, let us know. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find us at O Sopranos Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also email us your thoughts, reflections, issues at osopranospod at gmail.com. Uh, find us on uh, Twitter at our individual handles at Joey Spells, at Paul Golius, Paul Golius, at David Futernick. Uh, uh, thanks for listening. Grinder at osopranospod.grinder.net. And uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Until next time. Oh! Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.